I get patients breaking down and crying. I get patients um, looking at me with disbelief. Like, do you mean I've been to 14 doctors and they can't tell me anything? And you're going to tell me after one set of blood work? Are you kidding me? And then when you do your, their blood work and you give them where their hormones are inappropriate or out of balance, they start to cry because they realize they have an answer to their multitude of symptoms, which they've been to all these doctors for and have not gotten any satisfaction. Hi, this is Dr. Ross Carter with the Medical Influencers and Regenerative Warriors show. I want to welcome our special guest, Dr. Vicki Mondlock. Welcome to the show. Thank you so very much. Today, we'll be talking about hormones, but we're not just talking about women's hormones. Men have hormones too, if you didn't know it. So we're going to talk about both men and women's hormones and uh, the importance of understanding what's going on with your hormones. So let's get started on that topic. Thank you. Thank you for that intro. Yeah, most people realize that they have hormones, realize when hormones go awry, but don't necessarily have any intuition as to what they can do about it. Don't really understand that they can ask their doctor to get their levels checked. And then the worst part is that their doctors look at them and go, what do you mean you want me to check your hormone levels? Um, I don't know what to do with that. So it's just this big, fantastic mystery, yet it's such a huge part of what our everyday life revolves around. That is very true. And there are, you know, some people might think, well, you know, I, I mean, how many hormones are there? I like, I, I can only think of a couple or something. And how many different hormones should we be actually monitoring? Well, when I check a patient's hormones, I'm doing four basic hormonal groups, which are the foundation of your health. Okay. So the first hormonal group is the one everybody's going to think of right away is going to be if you're a female, your estradiol progesterone is your female hormones. But women, we also make male hormone, which is total and free testosterone. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. The second hormone group is your thyroid. And most people go, oh yeah, I knew that. I yeah. knew it was my I thyroid. I've heard of that. Yeah, now I remember. But yeah. it's not just that TSH with a reflex free T4 that your doctor will order and then say, oh, everything's good. Is you have to do the whole panel and yeah. you have to make sure you're not making antibody against your own thyroid proteins. So thyroid is number two. Number three is actually your adrenal, and that is your cortisol, usually best drawn about three hours after you arise from your overnight sleep or during the day sleep, if you're a, a third shifter or whenever it is you awaken from your main sleep time. And that is your stress hormone. And golly gee, who's got stress these days, right? Yeah, the right. whole nation does. Good Lord. Um, it, so that's your third hormone level. Your right. fourth hormone level surprises everybody. And it's your insulin. And everybody goes, ah, oh, insulin's not a hormone, is it? Well, yeah, it actually is. And it's so important because it controls not only your blood sugar, but your speed at which your metabolism works. 
And we can tell as much as five years before you ever start turning toward being diabetic, we can tell you're heading that way. So we can head it off at the pass. Wow. That's awesome. So those are three. Yeah, it was your female male, your thyroid, your adrenal, and then your insulin. Okay. So yeah, those are your four. Got it. And so the other challenge is if a doctor is not very familiar with the hormone, you know, there, you know, the different hormones that they should check, they probably don't know how to read the test either or what it means. Bingo. And so what most people get stuck with is, okay, I'll draw your levels, but nobody knows what to do with it. So you get this nice reference range from the lab that gives you for, and I'll just pick on estradiol for a minute. Estradiol will say a number of 78, but the range goes zero to 300 and they go, oh, you're in range. Isn't that great? But what nobody ever tells you is, is that 78 an age appropriate number? It may be great if you are in your late 40s, but it may really not be great if you're in your 20s and you're trying to conceive. Right. So it makes a huge difference, not only what the number is, but are you age appropriate? Same with testosterone. You may have a number, and I see this all the time. Uh, a guy will come in and their doc will have dutifully run that total testosterone number, forgotten the free testosterone, but ran the total testosterone. Yes. And the range may go 264 to 916. Right. And their number comes back 280 and they go, yeah, you're in normal range. Yeah. Whoa, yes. wait a minute. <laughs> I can't have sex anymore, but. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't work for me, you know? It's, and if you're a guy that's 100 years old, that may work. But most people want to have an age-appropriate testosterone level. And it's not just the total that's the reserve that you pull out what you're going to use, which is your free testosterone. So the number that makes the difference is the free testosterone. And is that number age appropriate or not? Hey, this is Dr. Ross Carter again. Listen, um, if you're a doctor or a medical professional or interested in adding exosomes to your practice, or if you're actually a potential patient who's interested in exosomes, I want you to listen. Now, the company that we're recommending, I have an agreement with. Basically, I refer them business. Now, I would rather, if you're getting exosomes, make sure to get it from an actual company and not a distributor. So I'm not you know, doing it that way. Basically, I'm just referring you to them. If, but if I do refer them to you or you to them, basically what you'll get is not only will you get product from them uh, at the best price you can get, but you'll also get an additional bonus of free uh, amniotic exosome products as well. So so what that means is if you order uh, the uh, the placental exosomes, the MSC exosomes, you'll get in addition for free amniotic ex- uh, exosomes absolutely free. So if you're using amniotic exosomes, you're already paying for those. And so you get a you get a vial of those for free with with purchase of the MSC exosomes and hopefully you see the 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 difference in the value by now. If you're a patient and considering this and you think, "Hey, I'd like to do this procedure." Um all you got to do is you can contact me 
and I'll, I'll send you places that could be close to you. So here's how to contact me. Just go to my, just send me an email at drrosscarter at gmail.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R at gmail.com. Or you can call or text me at 561-962-1231. That's 561-962-1231. So either email me or text me or call me. It's just best to email or text me and I can get back with you with that information. So if you're considering this, uh, let me, uh, you know, be the reference point. And it, it helps to support the show. Obviously, uh, I get a little uh, a benefit if I refer you. So um, I want to be transparent about that. So please support the show and email or text me and I can get you connected and give you the best prices. Plus, a special is you're going to get additional amniotic fluid exosomes for free. Can't beat that. So uh, I hope you uh, continue to enjoy the show. Uh, I'll let it continue. Here you go. Well, do you want to stay age appropriate or do you want to feel younger? Well, it depends on what your other hormones are doing. In okay. other words, if I have you 10 years younger than your stated age, but your thyroid is also off and your cortisol is off and you're pre-diabetic, then it's you're out of balance. In other words, those four hormone groups first need to be balanced. Then your body can think about being 10 years younger. If it's feeling 20 years younger because it's pre or 20 years older because it's pre-diabetic, but 10 years younger, you're giving it this really mixed message and it goes, what? Who's on first? What's on second? Why is on third? And nothing works the way it's supposed to. Balance is the key. Well, that is, that's important, obviously. Now, are, are the hormones that are given, are, are they all, are they bioidentical or they rate, I don't know, the, explain the difference between regular hormones and bioidentical hormones. Well, what should be given to every male or female is human-based, bioidentical, meaning biologically identical to what your body makes, hormones. So the research that was done in this country, and now I'm going to spend just two or three minutes touching on this, is everybody has heard that hormone causes cancer. Hormone is bad for you. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at why they're making that statement, it's because the research that was done in this country is still based on the Women's Health Initiative. This huge study that was started in 1995, ended prematurely in 2002 because the findings were not at all what they expected. But the biggest part of why they got findings they didn't expect is because they didn't study human-based bioidentical, they studied horse-based and synthetic. So what did they study? Well, not the estradiol and progesterone that women's bodies make. They studied instead Premarin, which stands for pregnant mare's urine. Ooh, really? Right. And a synthetic progesterone called Provera, which can be in an oral form, worse yet in a shot form, which is touted as every college student's answer to contraception you don't have to think about. But 
nobody gets those phone calls at four in the morning from those kids getting intense muscle cramps and depression and whatever, except me, I get those phone calls and they go, I can't function. I can't think I'm reading the same paragraph 10 times and I don't retain anything. Well, because their natural bioidentical internal hormones are so shut down from a synthetic progesterone that they basically are acting menopausal and nobody tells them that number one, and nobody bothers to tell them that that progesterone, that Provera that you're on, gee, that's the cause of the increase in heart attack, stroke, and breast cancer down the road. Nobody even tells them that. Mm. How criminal is that? Yet that's the state of what is out there these days. Wow. Kind of scary. Very scary, especially if you are a parent of one of these either teenage kids or young adults, and they've been on maybe a depot shot for 10 years. And you go, that's actually potentially a really increased risk for breast cancer 20 and 25 years down the road, which isn't that far away for that young adult. Mm -hmm. So you definitely need to make sure you're using bioidentical. Yes, 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 yes. Which is, by the way, is covered by your insurance. Really? Yes. And is something that is, uh, in many cases, also compounded in case you want compounding, but it is as estradiol, that's what it's called. And as progesterone, that's what it's called, is covered by your insurance. Oh, okay. So why wouldn't you? Just like with male hormone, testosterone is covered by your insurance. So why wouldn't you? I don't know. Yeah. Or if you didn't have insurance. <laughs> now, um, now balancing your hormones, you would, you were talking about women, but uh, now it, it, it's also important for men too, right? Absolutely. And most men think, you know, erroneously that their only reason to even look at a testosterone level is because of sexual performance in the bedroom. And it is so much more than that particular symptom. It is also short-term memory loss. It is insomnia in your ability to have good quality sleep. It is skin changes. It is muscle strength and muscle tone. It is moodiness. And you go, I'm not moody. My wife is moody. Well, maybe are, but it's also GI transit time. It is um, hair loss and, and therefore whether you can regrow hair, it is aggressive tendency. It is, you know, the, what we call in the Northwoods, your mid abdominal weight gain, which I'm from the Milwaukee area. So we call it the Milwaukee tumor. You get that big pooch on your belly and it just doesn't go anywhere. Well, that's usually very low and inappropriately low testosterone levels. And most Uh, guys are never told that. (laughs) It just makes me think of funny things when you say it that way. Like just want to walk up to the the guys that are, that got the big, like, Hey, you know, you might have a problem with your testosterone level, just maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me think funny things. So, but anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's a good way to get business. You know, just hand your, hand your card out to, to fat guys and say, Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a guess. You're, this is a problem for you. You need to get checked out. And as they look at you sideways three times and their wife's about ready to punch you. <laughs> well, you can give card to both of them and say, hey. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed your husband has no sex drive, uh, but here's my card and, you know. <laughs> but you definitely need to balance, every, both sexes really need to make sure that they are balancing their hormones so that they all function well because it really affects almost every, uh, most systems of the body. Right. And most of us, and the kind of patient that is my typical new patient walks in the door for the first time will say to me, I have been to five, seven, nine. Some, I had one that was to 14 doctors and wasn't getting the answers that she was looking for. And when I, I said to her, I'm going to ask you three questions. And I started asking my beginning questions of, do you have mood swings? Do you have irregular bleeding? Do you have, and I just started really basic. And when I got a yes to all three questions, she looked at me and she said, so you're going to put me on the pill? And I said, no, I'm going to do some hormonal blood work that is going to answer your questions because I have a worksheet that I have them fill out with symptoms. And of about 30 symptoms on that sheet, most patients mark at least half, if not more. And when a patient- Is it on a daily basis that they're having the symptoms? I'm sorry? Is it on a daily basis or weekly that they're feeling it? The symptoms you're referring to on the sheet? Um, Daily. Oh, daily. Oh, daily. Very, very much daily. And when I tell them that I'm going to be able to address each and every symptom by doing their hormonal blood work, I get patients breaking down and crying. I get patients um, looking at me with disbelief. Like, do you mean I've been to 14 doctors and they can't tell me anything? And you're going to tell me after one set of blood work? Are you kidding me? And then when you do your, their blood work and you give them where their hormones are inappropriate or out of balance, they start to cry because they realize they have an answer to their multitude of symptoms, which they've been to all these doctors for and have not gotten any satisfaction. Mm. Well, that is a problem. How does, I don't know, how how do you know when you need to get your hormones checked and how do you know how to find someone that you can trust to do it? I guess that's, that's an issue. Well, and again, most doctors won't check your hormone levels. They'll just tell you, well, here's where you are. According to your symptoms, you're probably in perimenopause. So hang on because you'll get through this and we'll see you on the other side. Well, what kind of a scientific answer is that? It's not an answer. So you're right. Patients have a really hard time knowing who they can ask. So many times they abandon the medical world and they go 
to, and, and rightfully so, we'll go to the naturopathic world or go to the herbal world and they'll seek acupuncture and different alternative remedies right. for some of the symptoms, but not all of the symptoms. And they will get some level of satisfaction, but it never is the whole story. So what I am trying very hard to do is to, and I've written books about it, is to get the word out that you can get a self-help book. And um, I've written two of the four books I intend to write. The first book that I wrote was Blossoming, which is for the adolescent female, the forgotten female, if you will. Um, we tell our adolescent daughters with PMS to go to their room. Well, that doesn't help anybody at all, if, even if they are PMSE and they're really not knowing where they can go for answers. We're not giving them an answer. We're punishing them by sending them to their room. If you take them to the pediatrician, they just go, um, um, well, let's send you to the GYN. And then the GYN goes, um, we don't do that. We put you on the pill. Well, I don't want to go on the pill. Well, that's what we have for you. Mm. And so there really isn't any good pathway out there, which is why I wrote the adolescent book first, because moms need to be partnering with their adolescent daughters to help them help themselves and realizing that the adolescent daughter's hormone swings are going up and down and up and down very similar to what a perimenopausal woman's up and down and up and down hormone levels will also do. And it's a very typical, it's both ends of that, um, of that scale, if you will, of that, of that curve, that if, if you're on one end or the other end, they're mimicking each other. So really the perimenopausal mom is going through almost all of the same symptoms that the adolescent daughter is also going through. So they kind of realize they need to go through this together. So it's crazy, but it's true. The second book that I wrote then is for the 40, 50, 60, 70 and beyond female called Full Bloom. And that perimenopausal 40 to 50 year old is in there and again, mimicking their adolescent daughter. But then most women go through menopause and they are mistakenly told you've weathered the storm. You've made it to the other side. Thank goodness you, we see you on the other side and the curse is gone. So you made it. And we go, now what? Have a good life oh, by the way, I can't do any more surgery on you and you're not having babies anymore. So you won't be able to see me anymore, says the typical OBGYN. So you'll have to establish with a family doc or an internist. And you've just been basically dismissed by the doctor that you've had for the past 30 or 35 years. What a slap in the face. Wow, I can't do anything more for you? What? Have a good life? What? what is wrong with this country? What is wrong with medicine, right? We have the most vibrant years in front of us. And what, what science tells us, and this is even American research, 
mm-hmm. is that if women start bioidentical hormone before the age of 60 or less than 10 years from menopause, they get a 32% reduction in coronary heart disease and a 39% reduction in all mortality, including cancer. Wow, nothing else in medicine gives those statistics, not even statins for coronary heart disease. They give a 25% improvement, not the 32% that hormones give us back. So imagine statins and hormones. Ah, good Lord. (laughs) So do you think that, um, I mean, well, I guess it's when should you first start looking at your hormones? Well, what I'm biased, of course, because this is what I do, but I tell any patient, regardless of their age, when they walk into my office is they have some of those symptoms on that sheet, whether it is constipation, moodiness, PMS, bladder urgency, muscular fatigue, um, short-term memory loss, insomnia, not even to mention, I haven't even talked about hot flashes or night sweats or low libido, but any of those symptoms have a hormonal basis. And yes, they may walk in and say, I'm just here for my annual exam. And my answer back is, well, with your annual labs, let's do your hormone levels and let's balance all four of your hormone groups because that is the basis of your health foundation and across the board a patient will look me right in the eye even if they've never heard that and ask me what are the four hormone groups I explain it and they go yeah I'm in let's do them and everybody needs something rebalanced we all have stressors in our life we all have potentially a positive family history of abnormal blood sugar somewhere, or in the Midwest where we are, thyroid is a huge issue because we have no iodine in our fresh water supply. Mm -hmm. So we have many, many reasons why checking your foundational hormone groups is just sound medicine. So did you give me an age? (laughs) I don't know if you gave me an age. I was like, uh, that was uh, in other words any age it really any is age. Age. it you really is any age right right and and i'll give you the perfect example the mom who brings the daughter in because she's an active dance cheerleader and on her her squad at school that has national reputation for their dance squad but she can't lose weight that last 10 pounds she can't get that off which is why they think they're there in my office, okay? So when I actually check hormone levels, what I find is that she's pre-diabetic. She has Hashimoto's thyroid disease, which is autoimmune, even though her TSH is perfectly normal. And she's not ovulating because at the point in time her blood work is done, she's got hormone levels inappropriate for an ovulatory cycle. So she's estrogen dominant, which means waking. So 
three of her four were abnormal just off the get-go, which puts the whole foundation out of balance. But if all you look at is a blood sugar and your kidney function, liver function, blood count, everything looks great. Right. What's the problem? Just just don't eat that extra okay. helping of dessert, you know? Right. So. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, uh, well, we, we're, we're tracing symptoms, of course. We're not actually you know, addressing why or, or, but we don't know. Most people are not going to know that. They're not going to go, well, oh, right. Wow. They come in for a totally different reason. Right. And then realize that, oh, there's more to this than I ever realized, which is part of why I'm writing the books and getting the books out there is huge for what just getting, and I'm writing this to the public. I'm not writing these books for the healthcare industry. This is written to dispel myths, put forth truths, and do a very down-to-earth explanation for any patient of any age to be able to pick up and read and find themselves in the book, either by what they're reading as a symptom or looking at case studies, which I also put tons of case studies in there. But there's even a section towards the back of each book that is how to talk to your doctor, how That's to good. tell them what are the blood tests that you want done and how do you address this? And I put the disclaimer at the end of that section that says, if your doctor will not or cannot draw these, then contact my office and let me help. Perfect. So, mm -hmm. so well, that brings us, me to that point of the show of how does it, yeah, how does somebody get in touch with you? Well, the easiest is to find out first and foremost, if you think you have a hormonal issue, what you may want to do is just spend the 20 bucks and get either blossoming for the adolescent or full bloom and take a look at the book and realize whether it's in Kindle or in written form, whether you find yourself in there. Right. Because if you find yourself in there, then I'm going to say, contact my office and my phone number is in, do you want me to say my phone number? You may. Yeah. Okay. 262-524-9116. Or I have two websites to go to professionally speaking. The first is my name, Victoria J. Mondlock, M-O-N-D-L-O-C-H-M-D. SC.com. And that is going to have a lot of information on there, including the forms that I use, including a lot of the, the science and the information that people are looking for to see whether or not this is something that might work for them. Could they actually do this type of investigation? And the second website that I have is the new group that has approached me that I've joined, which is RHM, standing for Regenerative Health Management. And RHM's website is rhm.care, C-A-R-E, slash V-J, for my initials, Mondlock, M-O-N-D-L-O-C-H-M-D. That will take you to my RHM website 
RHM is a group that focuses on minimizing inflammation, balancing hormones and regenerative medicine as its cornerstones. Beautiful. Well, I think you, I think everybody got their information. <laughs> so now everybody wants to get their hormones checked. And uh, so check out the books and see if you're, if what you think you have going on fits into those categories. And then, uh, then you contact Vicki and she'll help you out. <laughs> and it's really as easy as that, you know, because it, it's blood work, blood work, your insurance will cover hormone replacement. That's bioidentical that your insurance will cover. What a concept. Now the testosterone that, that is given to guys like, uh, is that bioidentical or not? It is a testosterone cypionate usually. And it is the testosterone that is the same testosterone your body makes. It's just in this cypionate format so that it is absorbed well from an intramuscular injection and translatable into the body. Okay. So it's basically a bioidentical type. That's correct. That's correct. Right. Right. And men cannot take an oral form of testosterone. It has to be either as a topical cream, which I will tell patients not to do the covered by insurance testosterone axiron because they're told to put it in their armpit. Well, what guy shaves their armpit? Yeah. Nobody I know. So right. where are you really applying the medication? Right? Yeah. So forearms usually have all these blood vessels that you can visibly see that will take up the medication Oral is much too hard on that first pass through your liver. So oral testosterone is never recommended. Good advice. All right. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Vicki, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. And uh, I'm sure we've all learned a lot. <laughs> I know I did. So thank you so much for your time. And uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.